Episode 2 of the All Prediction, No Production Podcast. Welcome, yes. Episode 2. Episode, like the Attack of the Clones. Yes, as in Episode 2 of Star Wars. Yeah, hope everybody got that reference. If not, <laughs> that's a really terrible way to start the second episode of the podcast. Um, if, you're, if you're catching up and you were here for the first podcast, then welcome. Uh, if you are not uh, here, or if you weren't here for the first one, uh, here's what you missed. Not much. Um, it was kind of a pilot. We were making sure that A, stuff worked, um, B, um, who we were, just in case you didn't know who we were. Just a little background on, you know, where we're from, where we're basis is, yeah. things like that. Uh, C was basically like what we are doing here, uh, which was basically just the general thought process behind what we're going to be doing with this podcast. And then um, um, the rules. So that being said, um, again, if you're catching the first couple of episodes, uh, kind of uh, top secret. Ooh, you, you you found us on a po- on a platform before um, the the big launch on Super Bowl Sunday. Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations and good for you. And you'll have no idea what we're talking about on this, but you could still follow along in theory if you found this early. But most of you, ninety nine point nine percent of you, will have found this on Super Bowl Sunday or the That's days right. following after our big website launch. And what about how about that Super Bowl game? Mm-hmm. How what, what do you think about that game? That was crazy, wasn't it? Honestly, cannot believe the outcome. If I'm being completely honest, and the halftime show was just shocking. You and know, it's always something to look for, whether it be shocking or not. And you know, this one fits in with the rest. For those of you who don't understand the jokes, there. <laughs> We are recording this well before the Super Bowl. We have no idea. Actually, the divisional playoffs are happening right now. Right, and I have no idea if they even have established who's supposed to be performing. Pretty sure it's like uh, Snoop Dogg and Kendrick Lamar and um, some other folks. I'm not a hater, so we'll see what they can do. Yeah, I'm sure it'll they'll do something that'll make somebody mad. Yeah, but, they gotta um, have something controversial. By the way, you caught that Super Bowl <laughs> on um, on NBC Ten. Because, like I said, 99% of you, this, this, this Super Bowl will have already aired. Um, so, again, so if you're catching us on Super Bowl Sunday or after, then you know about the big website launch. Uh, the secret is out now. Uh, it is something that we've been working on for a while. And we're going to go walking you through parts of this website. And, but before we even get there, really just the, the inspiration behind... Uh, what happened and how, how we got to Arclimus Weather Extra, which you can find on myarclimus.com slash extra. And again, Walker, this has been a long time coming. We've been working on this for a while. Right. And not even maybe just the biggest idea of it, just each individual portion, each piece that you see on myarclimus.com slash extra has been at one point one of our brainchilds, so to speak. We've started off with just a small baby concept, and then now it's just all blown up and come together. And brain, now we have all brain these... children. Yes, there we go. Brain children, not brain childs. Um, <laughs> just and then now having uh, just all these different avenues for weather content as well. And it, and like and like Walker said, it it really was something that we we came we would come up with an idea and be like, hey, this sounds like a good idea, and then we'd go, well well, what about this? And well, what about this? Well, what about this? And then it's like, well, why don't we just all put it together on the website? Um, and for those that have followed us on social media for a while or have followed me on social media for a while, Walker hadn't been here for a terribly long time. But no. Um, but if, if you followed us for a while, we've been kind of hinting at, 
we're going to start phasing things off social media. And it's not because we don't want to give you information on social media. In fact, you're still going to get a lot of information on social media. It's just there are a lot of a advertisers that we don't that that don't advertise with us. And and whether we want to say whether we want to say that's a thing or not, it is a thing. You know, we yes. would, we'd rather our local advertisers benefit from your clicks and from you seeing um, their ads than than whoever's on social media. It's just more beneficial for not even just us as a station, but for the community in general, for us to put the weather content geared more towards our website than it is on social media to begin with as well. Correct. And then on top of that, you know, there's a lot of weird social media algorithms that we have no control over. Oh boy, no, we do not. And so, you know, you may not get the information that you want when you need it or the information that you need when you when you need it. At least on social media. On social media. No, and I'll say this. Most of the time, you'd still be able to know where to find it. Most of us are social media savvy enough exactly. to be able to figure it out. But if for us, it was just easier to create a one-stop shop, and that was the end. That was the end goal for all of this was mm-hmm. create a one-stop shop for our viewers so they could get as much information. And and what I kept telling Walker is, let's build a website that I would use. Yeah, and build a website that we would use because we have to use so many different websites on every single day, like a day to day basis and trying to put together a weather forecast. Do you need to put to put together a weather forecast? No, but still some very valuable information that we're trying to provide on a day to day basis. And so half the time we would sit here and say, is this something that we would use on a website that we would need to use? And B, we spent a lot of the time going, do the viewers need to see this? Do mm-hmm. the viewers care about this? And if it answered with no, then it probably isn't on there. Um, and, and so just kind of keep that in mind. So so um, we, we talked about, and when we mentioned this uh, when we were first launched the podcast, that really the podcast would be split into two pieces. You'd have one segment, two segment. We'll get into segment two here in just a little bit, but first, the first segment of this episode is really kind of a website walkthrough mm-hmm. uh, to go through Arclamus Weather Extra and, and explain to you, and, and even if you wanted to listen to this on um, on your phone or whatever or over your web browser and follow through the website with us, we could kind of walk you through uh, the nine main tiles um, uh, of Arclamus Weather Extra and everything that's there. Um, Walker, I'll, I'll let you take it away, and we've already kind of went through the whole point of of the website again yeah. give folks some, something that they they that they want to see and give folks something that we would want to see uh, so i'll let you kind of knock that first yeah. tile out yeah i mean and just also just a little about what went into building the website Dude. <laughs> yeah before we even get to the tiles let's let's talk about that because right there were some some hurdles mm. to jump through here and we mentioned in the last episode of the podcast that we're part of a bigger company called Nextstar. And our company uses a, you know, web interface, it's called WordPress. And so there's learning WordPress, learning the different aspects of it, and how that we foster any information that we make and put on the website. On and if you're, and I was about to say, if you're wondering, like WordPress, I have a blog through WordPress. It's, it's the same WordPress. It, essentially, um, yes. And, and they, they let us do a lot of things, but they're also, you kind of have to work within, I guess, the restrictions of yep. of how things are built on our website. Right. So we didn't have completely free reign, so to speak, and how we can design things, build it from the scratch, from the bottom to the top. And so what you see here is what we were able to make with what we had. But with that being said, it still looks amazing. So all the clickable JPEGs, the clickable tiles that you see today's forecast, all production, no production, Ag Central, those are all just images that we made on our barren weather system. 
and we wrote some HTML code, pretty simple code, just for you, you to, be able to click you on. You wrote, <laughs> you wrote yeah. the HTML code, and that's computer coding for those that right. don't know what we're talking about. I am not as skilled in that as Walker is. I mean, we had to we had to learn together both everything about the website and how we can make the content. So that's fair. That's fair because it is. It like I said, it was an we wanted this to be as user-friendly as possible, and we, mm. we truly believe that's where we landed. It is, it is a place that everybody can go and get what they need. Yeah, goodness, I sure do hope so. And if, and if not, boy, have we wasted a <laughs> lot of time. A because, lot of time. And in all fairness on that, too, Walker, is, is we haven't had a lot of weather in the last six or seven months. Oh, yeah, we can get into that easily. And we're going to talk about that probably in a different episode. It's just... We haven't had a lot to do. Um, there hasn't. We we've had a couple of snow events. We've had a couple of tornado warnings here and there, off and on. Um, and I know folks are going, "Oh no, we're used to a lot more in this area than what we've seen over the last seven months." So we've had a lot of downtime to work mm. on things like this. And, and, and so it is a labor of love, and it's also a, a big accomplishment to to get this where it is right now. And, and as folks walk through it, and and as we've talked and talked and talked. You know, people probably already went right. slash extra and started clicking around on things. Uh, so I'll, I'll go ahead and kind of tackle the first, you know, two, yeah, yeah. two tiles um, that are pretty self-explanatory. If you if you look in the top left, you'll see the today's forecast, which is simply just the latest for. If you've missed the newscast, mm-hmm. it is it is a the latest forecast from the latest on shift meteorologist. And in one of their newscasts. So that includes a, a morning broadcast, an evening broadcast, and one broadcast on the weekends. Yeah. So, so that's what you can expect on the today's forecast. So, so it'll get updated um, once on Saturday, once on Sunday, and then twice daily during the week. Sometimes even more than that. You know, if, yeah. you, have a, if you have a big change from 5 o'clock in the morning to 9 o'clock in the morning in the forecast, Lexi will recut and repost and you'll have a new video. Same thing for us at mm. night. Um, and so again, that is going to be updated uh, daily, um, uh, twice daily, and then once um, every day on the weekends. Uh, so that is just your typical daily weather forecast. Like I said, you miss a broadcast, oh darn, I need to check, click, mm-hmm. there it is. Um, so that's pretty much what that is. The second um, is pretty self-explanatory, the All Prediction, No Production podcast, which you are listening to right now. You have probably found it through this tile. Uh, if you haven't found it through this tile and you found it through Spotify, guess what? You can go through myarclimus.com slash extra and listen to the podcast from myarclimus.com slash extra. There will be um, inset what we call blocks, and then you can uh, pick the, the episode, and we'll have each episode. Uh, for instance, our, our pilot episodes will be uh, in one set article. Um, and, and then from there, you'll have your February 2022 episodes, your March 2022 episodes, and so on and so forth. And you'll be able to um, to read those there or, or listen to those there. And uh, it'll have a little bit more information about what uh, informa- uh, what episode, um, what each episode entails. Uh, so you could skip and bounce through. If one mm-hmm. doesn't seem to be interesting to you, then you can just kind of bounce from that. The next uh, tile on Arclimus, um, myarclimus.com slash extra, Arclimus weather extra is what we call it, uh, is Ag Central. And mm. boy, this is this is a fun change. And, and this has been Walker's real baby that he's been working on really since you started here. Uh, and mm-hmm. it, it's something that we got into 
end of the growing season last year, yeah. we kind of got into it at a, at, a, at an opportune but inopportune time. A little awkward. Uh, it was an awkward time in that you know the season was already over, so there wasn't a whole lot to learn about. But also an opportune time because now we've had a lot of time to spend on mm-hmm. on building this. So uh, I'll let you go into Ag Central and what all's there. Yep, so the third tile is Ag Central. It's going to be everything and anything Ag Report or Ag Update related. And so if, for, if you know about agriculture, then you know very well as to how much agriculture plays an essential role in our community, how much it means to the economy, and how many members of our community are actually involved with agriculture. And of course, Jared, agriculture is very related to the weather in multiple mm-hmm. different ways and how, sure. how things grow and how well they grow. And so anything that you find on AgriPort, it's going to be videos discussing the weather pattern and how that'll impact certain crops, especially throughout the different times of the year, because certain crops need certain weather patterns during, you know, different stages of their life cycle. And so we're not going to go into the specifics of each crop and the life cycle stuff, at least not in this episode, or maybe I don't even know if that'll be in an episode at all. That might just be on the website because we'll have plenty of time and space to talk about that stuff. All right. But you can find precipitation outlooks, temperature outlooks. So the 6 to 10 day temperature and precipitation outlook that you might see on air, you can also see auto-populate on here. We don't go in and do that. That'll happen automatically so you don't have to rely on us to get on the website. So every day you can expect them to be uh, updated at least one point or another. Something that you also might see on the website is crop stages and growing conditions. It is going to be something that we update personally speaking. It's not something that we get from the National Weather Service. It's not something that we get from somebody else. It's based on the outlook of the weather pattern that we're expecting over the next several days and where different crops are at one point or another, the different stages that they're in. And uh, yeah, Jared, it's going to be a, a, a big process, a lot to go through over the next couple of weeks. It's a lot of information. Um, but and, and you know what? It, it's going to be a lot of information that will also be made available on air. Um, and, and like Walker said, you know, we'll be, we'll be doing nightly ag reports. Um, for those that remember back in the day, um, we, we had a uh, gentleman named Chris Kimball that used to do a farm report a long time ago. And um, he passed away recently. But, and, and I will say he's kind of the inspiration for this because he, he really had his finger on the pulse of the agricultural community in this mm. area. And he had so many connections. And, and, and he was genuinely concerned about the weather at all times because he really wanted it to, to make sense to our growing community. So, so that's where this really started. Um, and, and we've seen how our agricultural seasons have really been kind of kicked down at times. Well, um, I actually remember exactly when it got started and when the idea, that we kind of just both looked at each other and light bulb moment, so to speak. Yep. We were looking at rainfall totals and rainfall departures and stuff just to see where we are from normal because that's that's where we talk from most of the time, at least in right. terms of speaking viewpoint, is where we are from normal. If we have too much, oh, we have too much rain. If we have too, too little of rain, well, then we have too little of rain. We're going to say we need more rain. We need right. more rain. But that's when we thought, well, maybe we actually need to get into this agriculture stuff to actually see when we legitimately need more rain when it's impacting people's livelihoods as opposed to, oh, we just need rain because we have a deficit. Right. And so there's going to be a lot of things that um, on Ag Central that you could really benefit from. We've, we've also consulted a lot of experts. Carrie Hefner is probably so tired of listening to us. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, uh, Blair David uh, at ULM, where we've, we've been um, badgering him as well. And, and so, uh, again, a lot of information that will really kind of help our ag community in the long run. Uh, the fourth t- uh, tile, the web exclusives tile, 
essentially is anything that will live on web, but you won't see on television. Mm-hmm. There, there's a lot of weather forecasts we would love to special, especially deliver. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whether it be the you know the watermelon festival or or, or the catfish festival, which you know right. the, the catfish festival has gone undergone a couple of different iterations over the last couple of years, and as the weather is kind of played fits in Franklin Parish. But, you know, we've got a lot of different festivals in this area, the Peach Festival. You know, what, what's the weather forecast going to be? Well, here's a web exclusive video of the mm-hmm. web, uh, the, the, the Peach forecast in uh, the Peach Festival forecast in Ruston. You know, ULM's got a big weekend series against, you know, such and such. Uh, Arkansas State's coming into town, mm-hmm. and, and it's going to decide the conference championship. And a lot of folks will be out, um, you know, uh, at, at uh, the UL, at Warhawk Field. What was forecast can be? Well, here's a web exclusive. Yeah, and it takes a minute and 30 seconds to talk about the forecast for that area, but that's just time we don't have on air that we can spend. And so it's just extra time, something we can get off our chest really quick that hopefully you guys can find useful. Intern Alex. Yes. She, she's always wanted to help out, she, and she's wanting to write um, uh, longer, kind of prolonged articles and you know, web exclusives mm-hmm. you know, for folks that want to learn about certain things that, you know, to be honest with you, other folks wouldn't want to learn about. Um, we want this to be a treasure trove of information for folks, and, and so that's where we're kind of uh, getting to as, as we land. Walker Weather 101, you're going to be on there a lot. Yeah, especially with something that some of you may have already seen, some of you may not, but augmented reality graphics, it's the, some of the new stuff that we've been using with Baron that isn't on the weather wall, actually on the Louisiana Living Set, yep. and I usually have different bars and stuff in front of me, different... Uh, augmented reality graphics and so there we'll have a bunch of new graphics coming out pretty soon with a bunch of different segments and we'll talk about a bunch of different information as well and topics that again we don't have enough time to cover on air that hopefully you can find useful yeah mark the arclamus is uh is also something that we have been talking about uh, doing for a while and and now that uh, slash extras here, we can kind of uh, take off and run with that. It's basically a, a community outreach project uh, for folks that they can send their, their GPS specific coordinates of their, uh, their school, their church, or their local school, local church, something like that, their subdivision. Uh, and, and that way it will pop up on our um, weather maps, our what we call our analysis maps during uh, severe weather. So, you know, if you need to know if uh, if a storm is headed toward Lexington Elementary School, mm-hmm. uh, you could give us the the GPS coordinates to to Lexington Elementary, and and that way, when we say, "Hey, a storm's going to hit Lexington Elementary School at 9:45," and you go, "Okay, well, I live that you know pretty close there," so it gets you the general idea. And so, I mean, people can be pretty intimidated by maps, especially if they don't aren't familiar with a lot of the area on the map. So, yep. something that we try to stress is knowing where you live. But it's also extremely helpful if you see, you know, that subdivision name pop up on the map on TV. You're like, okay, I'm a little bit more familiar with that subdivision name than maybe, you know, that parish name, so right. to speak. Uh, you know, if you just moved here and you found a mm. church family, but you're not necessarily familiar with, you know, roads and, and county roads and things like that, but you know where your church is. You know, and, and, and your church is on the map, and we can tell mm-hmm. you when your church is, you know, going to be not necessarily hit by a tornado. We don't want to sound morbid when we say, right. you know, but it's just when we storm track on these maps. And your name and your, your subdivision won't pop up every time, so you will need to still learn and process that mm-hmm. information of where you live. But, um, you know, it's one of those, again, outreach projects that we've been working on for a while, and, and now it's live, and, and you can take part. Uh, Furcast? It's just self-explanatory. Yeah, pretty self-explanatory. Everybody knows that that's Lexi's business, and she does that stuff on the morning. But 
you know, Lexi won't be here forever. At least that is the assumption. That is uh, how we're proceeding with things. So forecast. Kind of sounds sick and twisted when you say it. That yeah, way. I know, I know. But I guess she will. She will have to get around and talk about it. There you go. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, but but in all seriousness, also it it. Lexi at times would have to go back through and she, and if you don't know how she does forecast submissions now she does it through her Facebook page. Well now she she had kept having to go through back through the same Facebook post, same Facebook post. This will give her kind of a one-stop shop as well of this is where everybody can go to submit your fur baby. So dogs, cats, uh anything with fur. I I think she does stuff without fur too if you have got a pet, pet turtle or something, I, we, you know. We've done uh I, we had a cluck Norris that was, <laughs> yeah. I was, I was. Are Lexi you was out of town. Yeah, Lexi was out of town one day, and we had a Cluck Norris, and he was a rooster. That is the coolest rooster ever. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Uh, I, I had some other fun ones, but I think that one has been the coolest one. She was Cluck upset. Norris. She missed out. She was out of town, and uh, that's just how the schedule worked out. So I had a, I had a ball with that one. That's awesome. <laughs> Cluck Norris. All right. Moving on. Last two that we wanted to, to hit. Camera Network's pretty self-explanatory as well. And something that we're working on, expanding mm. more. No, no, I don't want to reveal too much yet, but but the Camera Network's going to expand. Right now you see, um, you know, your traffic cameras. You see the El Dorado cam. Um, some of these are relatively live images. Um, most of them are updating right. every f- three to five minutes or so. So you get the general idea of what's happening there. Uh, and, um, like I said, we're, we're working on expanding that camera network out more. So kind of keep an eye on that rivers and lakes also, will uh, kind of wrap up, um, the, this page, um, rivers and lakes are self-explanatory as well. Um, all of our river lakes, uh, river and lakes, uh, stages and forecasts. These are automated by the national weather service. So you can go right down the Washita river. You can go down the Mississippi river. We've got Lake Darbone. We've got, um, a uh, couple places on the black river. We've got a couple places on uh, the Beff river and, and, um, and some of the uh, the Tensaw River, some of the surrounding areas, um, those are all on there as well. So you can check those. Those are automatically updating. Whenever we get those updates from the Weather Service, they go there as well. Uh, and then, Walker, the, the below the uh, live radar image, other options. Again, it's just more information. You, know, you can kind of get lost in, in everything that we've posted there. And that's by design, so to speak. We wanted you to be able to come here and find more than enough information and spend more than enough time if you need to have time to waste, so to speak. But uh, we do have three more tiles that are under the radar. It's the weather outlooks, so the severe weather outlooks that we usually show on air. Uh, Sometimes we don't show all of them. So if you're not familiar, there is day outlooks one through eight, so severe severe weather day outlook number one, two through eight, so to speak. And uh, you can find those maps automated there. Correct, Jared? Correct. Yeah. And so you've got a lot of different information there. Um, like I said, it's 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 a weather rabbit hole. If if you really want to get lost in Arklamis weather, this is the place to go. And, and and really, this is the starting point. This is the jumping off point. As we continue to populate more and more and more stuff, there's just going to be more and more information to go find there. Right. So it's not just going to be, oh, it's there right now. And that's all that's ever going to be there. It's going to be a continuous process of us just making sure we, we give you guys more content and giving you what you want. Because that's that's the other thing is is we want, we want folks to, to really be able to have the input of going, you know, I'd really be able to love to be able to find this on the website. Boom. There it is. Yeah. This is yeah. not a closed ear situation. Correct. We're Correct. wide open and we'll we'll take input. And this is not supposed to be a babysitter website, so to speak. You're not just going to come here, 
just to be taken care of and then leave. We're trying to interact with you as well. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, for folks that we, we told you some podcasts may go 10, 15 minutes, some may go 30 to 40 minutes. We still have a second segment. Um, and, and so you may want to pause and take that second segment with you to work tomorrow. Uh, and kind of turn this into two episodes. If not, we're going to be back with a second segment. We're going to talk about what would we be doing if we weren't meteorologists. It's a fun second topic. So. We're going to get into the no production part of, of uh, the All Prediction, No Production <laughs> podcast. And that's coming up in just a few seconds. Uh, stick around. A reminder that all episodes of the All Prediction, No Production podcast can be found on Arklamis Weather Extra. There you can also find the latest in agricultural news, today's forecast, web exclusives, Learn a little bit more with Weather 101. Check out the camera network. Also submit your pet for FurCast. All of that on myarklamist.com extra. And also don't forget to download the KTVE KARD weather app. That's available on iTunes and Google Play. Segment two of episode two, um, and, and and this is this is where we get to go into the no production part. Mm. Um, what would you be doing if you weren't a meteorologist? Well, I think there's actually two parts to that question. It's well, like, what would you be doing in the meteorology world if we weren't doing what we're currently doing? At least for me, and then it's what would I be doing if not for meteorology? Okay, that's fair. Wow, I didn't even think there was a second part of this. Okay, so I'll let you tackle this first. And I'll ask you, where? what would you be doing if you weren't in broadcast, if you weren't a television meteorologist, mm. where would you be in meteorology? Well, I think, without a doubt, I would be in the Navy. And I actually really looked into going to officer candidate school, talked to a recruiter, went through the full process. And if you know I didn't get broadcasting to work out, then I was going to go back in and do that. Because I figured I could do broadcasting and still go into the military and... The other, the vice versa, probably not. I wouldn't be able to go into military, stop doing that, and then jump back into the broadcasting world. That's fair. That's fair. There's and there's a lot of folks that get out of the military and go into broadcast. I've got a buddy of mine. That, okay, that, actually, that's cool. We, we have a I have a buddy of mine that that, that eventually um, we would like to have on as a guest that uh, was in the Navy. Um, he works in the private sector now, but uh, went to college with him. Um, and, um, yeah, he was a, a naval officer and he, he worked at off at air force base in Omaha and talked about forecasting hailstorms yeah. and well, while they're like billion dollar fighter jets on the tarmac <laughs> and stuff like that, which can be pretty stressful. So, absolutely, um, That's so, incredible. okay. And then the follow up question is if you, if you weren't in a, in meteorology at all, if you had just decided to not pursue weather, where would you be? I, that's just going to be honest. I don't know if I can answer that question wholeheartedly well you were a you were a you were a swimmer That's in fair. college and 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 a fairly successful swimmer I'm, right. I'm not trying to like downplay your accomplishments yeah. but i also don't want to i, I don't want to brag on you too much mm. and you you know get embarrassed but you know oh, you, yeah. you you were like a very good college swimmer yeah i was a, i went to a d3 school uh had the opportunity to go to d1 schools d3 schools mean that you're doing this for the fun of it yeah you're like, not I'm you're not, not getting, getting a scholarship in any way mm-hmm. and all athletes are are, are non-scholarship mm-hmm. athletes so i'm just doing it just for the love of the sport and that's where i found the best love for the sport to be honest was yeah. doing it at that level 
but got really close and, you know, becoming an Olympic level athlete and things like that. And if I had stayed with my coach, I think another year or two that I could have been on the next Olympic team, you know, come 2024. That's cool. That's really cool stuff. Hey, but then, then you also kind of got caught in the middle of the whole COVID thing mm. and toward the end of your, your school career and all that stuff. So I didn't get a senior season because of COVID yeah. because school just canceled it outright. And so that, that would have been that missing link, I think, to see if I want to go to the next level. Do I yeah. want to devote more time? But it all happens for a reason. Yeah. It all happens for a reason. Because now you're, now you're in Monroe, Louisiana, making a podcast with a guy <laughs> in his home office right. in his pajamas and his robe. Because he doesn't feel like putting actual clothes on. I probably would have done the same thing. I don't have a robe, though. I got an extra one you could borrow. There we go. It probably needs to be washed. The cat's probably been laying on it. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, to not really, you know, because you, you didn't start pursuing meteorology until you got into college. Like, it wasn't a, mm. a childhood, like, oh, my gosh, I wanted, wanted to do this since I was a little kid. I was sitting in my high school junior language arts class, and we were talking about college what do you want to do? And I was like, yeah, sure. Meteorology, this seems interesting. You know, the weather, sure. Did I know the amount of math that was in the background of it? No. Did I know all the other crazy nonsense that we have to go through to get our degree? No. But, you know, stuck through it anyway for some reason. Yeah. I hey, almost jumped ship, actually. Really? Wait, really? Almost jumped ship. Do, do we want this to be a different like a different episode topic, or should we just go ahead and jump into this now? Because I almost, I almost quit, too. I... Maybe and, we and should just flush it out. All right, go for it. Like, how, it's why, quick. Like, so you you just you were almost done, and you're yeah. just like, I'm 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 gonna go do something else. It was actually first semester freshman year, so it was like the first step of the way. What before I got That's the easiest stuff? It wasn't. It wasn't the meteorology. It was the math. It was calc two. It was okay. And, Cal- calculus two for those that aren't hmm. paying attention. And so that was that was it for me. And I was just like, wow, maybe I'm not really cut out for this. It wasn't I was doing that bad, but. And let me say this as, as for, for meteorology as a major. And you're going to get into this. And I, and I could go on a soapbox about this. And this is what this podcast is for. Mm. Is for us to talk about things like this. But I would say this. There are a lot of meteorologists out there. Not necessarily in our area per se. But I'm just talking about in, in, in the broadcast enterprise okay that would that love letting you know how much math they took oh my god and 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 they want to show you the vorticity equation i had yeah. to learn this to get my college it's degree. like a flex for them yeah it is it what why why I, that, there's no faces. point in that because some people are really good at math and science mm. some people if you put me i had i used to have a, i had a friend that graduated with a degree in interior design mm. i couldn't do that I couldn't like make something look good. So everybody has different talents and and, and I'm going to be honest, math is not a talent. <laughs> I wouldn't consider I math a talent. I suffered for me. through a lot of math to be to do something that I wanted to do. And I think a lot of meteorologists get to that point. I enjoyed the the algebraic expressions and geometry and stuff like that in like 6th, 7th, 8th grade. I loved math then. When you got into calculus 1 and calculus 2, I hated it. And I suffered through it just to get to where I wanted to do. And, and I'll be honest with you. And I also picked broadcast meteorology because do we use our calculus that we learned on a daily basis? No. No, we don't. We have computer models that use that calculus on a daily basis. And we just interpret the results. But there's very few. There's actually a very small portion of our field that actually uses 
that correct on a day-to-day basis. It's a lot anyway, of researchers. Not even just the private forecasters. It's just like you said, the researchers. Yeah, and it, but it's also important for all of us to know that kind of stuff, and 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 you've got to know the basis. You of got it. to. Um, so that's all fair. So I guess I'll I'll ask you the question then. What okay. would you be doing? If you weren't a meteorologist, if if I wasn't in broadcast, or if I wasn't in, we'll, we'll do the two parter as well. So if you weren't in broadcasting, what else would you be doing? I in? really genuinely don't know because I don't think I could have done the military. I, I and I almost also don't know if I would have went military. That's fair. I I think I would have probably went weather service route. Mm-hmm. And I would have probably wound up in the National Weather Service. Nothing against our National Weather Service compadres, by the way. Mm. They are they are awesome. Uh, the reason I didn't want to do the weather service, I didn't want to do the shift work. Mm. Um, they're on 24-7, 365 like we are, but they, they, it's it's shift work. So you, um, you you may work nights or mids or you know mornings or whatever. And and I you know I didn't want to I didn't want to do that. You know, See, I so. love I love the forecasting, but not to that extent. So that was my reason. See, I enjoy the forecasting part. I don't I don't need, you know, television, you know, or media recognition. I would rather just forecast the weather. Mm. I just I, I'm gonna be honest, I, I didn't I didn't want to do shift work. And and also um, for the first few years that I was trying to get in, it was really hard to get into the weather service. Um, mm. They were in the middle of kind of budget crunches and hiring freezes and things like that. So I know a lot of folks that are just now getting into the weather service that have waited almost a decade or more to find a job um, either where they wanted to go. And, and that's the other thing about the weather service. You pretty much have to take a spot wherever you get one. And I, I was pretty picky about where I wanted to work. So I, I have know. seen that in the people that I've graduated with. I got, I, a, I got a friend that's in northern Alaska. Yep, I have Fairbanks. I know yeah. two that are in Fairbanks. Yeah. That were within one was my year graduating, one was year before me. And I will say this though. Anybody that I know that I know, and this is this is gonna again, I, I'm glad that we're having this conversation because it flushes us out into a completely different one. Um in, in talking about the National Weather Service and how those meteorologists work. Um, you know, the things that they have to go through too. Um but anybody that I've known that's worked in the in one of the National Weather Service offices in Alaska, hmm. they've never regretted it. They've always been like, Oh, it was really cool. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean there's All right. there's one girl in particular. Her name is, I'll say her first name. Her name's Caitlin. Yeah. But in Fairbanks National Weather Service office, and I think it's the coolest thing for her. And I'm really interested to talk to her and see how her experience is after the fact as well. Yeah. Like, was it 100% worth it? Because it, I see the stuff that she posts. It's pretty beautiful. Yeah, it's pretty cool stuff. Um, And, and to answer the, the second part of the question, yeah. what would I be doing if I wasn't in meteorology? Mm. It, and that's a pretty easy one. Okay. Um, I, I, really? would, I would definitely say I, was, I would be a history teacher. Slash baseball coach, okay. just just that would Easy. Have, that would have been it. Uh, I, I watch documentaries all the time. I enjoy American history. It would have probably been a, an American history teacher. Okay. Um, I don't. I wasn't a big World Civ. You know, like look at the fall of the Mayan Empire. Like, eh, I enjoy learning about it, but mm. I was always like a U.S. history or maybe like a a war historian. That yeah. would have been kind of like a, like a cool. Civil War, like yeah. Revolutionary War, old school. Um, um, battles that that would have been pretty cool to to do. But Not a big yeah. history buff over here. Yeah, so I I, I would have been a history teacher slash baseball coach because I played baseball in high school, uh, into the first few weeks of college. So that's 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 where I would have gone. Well, um, I think that's a pretty good way to end the second podcast as well. Yeah, third po- uh, podcast, and you know what? Um, we we've got to figure out what that's going to be. Uh, we we had the first two knocked out, and and we'll get into more. And and like I said, for those that aren't familiar, um, we'll, we'll be doing. 
a little bit of weather, all prediction, uh, and a little bit of uh, nonsense, no production on the all prediction, no production podcast. Walker, you got anything else to add? Thanks for listening. Appreciate your time. Yep. We'll catch you on the next episode. Have a great rest of your day.